You're fat. You will drink anyone. Maybe if you show a little bit of cleavage. Maybe you're acting too smart. You're a boss. I just don't understand why you don't have a boyfriend. I would marry you. You're a tequila lover. You're a disco party. You're the Chargers. Number one fan. Hey, catches, welcome to the You're Such a Catch podcast. I'm your host, Erin, and I'm here to tell you that life can truly be extraordinary when you begin to nurture your most important relationship, the one with yourself. That's why I'm on a mission to help you cultivate a mindset that thrives on progress and positivity. Join me each week as we embark on an empowering journey where we'll uncover the secret to a fulfilling life, a strong, loving relationship with the incredible human staring back at you in the mirror. Are you ready to get started? Let's dive in to today's episode. you catches. Welcome back to the You're Such a Catch podcast. It has been a hot minute. Like I'm talking a hot year. <laughs> it is fun to be back. It is great to be sitting here behind this microphone, getting ready to talk to you and to catch you up on all that's been going on over the last year. And then some, where do I even begin? I guess it would be best if I kind of started off with why this break has been as long as it has. I think it's one of those things where it's like when you're working out and you're dieting and you're exercising and all of a sudden maybe you go on a vacation or something and when you get back, it's so hard to get into that rhythm and routine that you were once in. Is that making sense? So I never intended to take a year-long break. I really didn't. But it was just one of those things. And then I think the longer the time was ticking on the clock, the harder it was to actually put my booty into the seat and speak what I wanted to say. And I think a lot of that has to do with during last season... I endured a breakup and it was a really difficult time. And I haven't wanted to get behind the mic to talk about it, not because I'm scared to to share my truth, because obviously I've been sharing my life like an open book since this thing started. But for some reason, I felt this obligation or almost pressure to have this be a happily ever after So that anybody out there who had also been waiting for their person, attracting their person, I didn't want them to feel as if it was impossible. And I still believe it is fully possible. And what I've learned through this and what I'm going to share with you today is not only is it possible to attract the perfect person for you, I still believe that, I still believe in love, I'm still very much a hopeful romantic, but... I also want to emphasize that what I've learned through this journey is as much as I wanted somebody else to choose me, and I'm not just specifically talking about that relationship, but relationships that have transpired since then, the most important thing for me to do was to choose myself. And that is kind of why this season is all about 
falling in love with the person that you see in the mirror. It's always kind of been that way. That's always been a focus. But even more so now, what I'm learning is that when you truly fall in love with the person that you see in the mirror, that's when your life really gets good. That's when things come into alignment. That's when your dreams truly start to unfold in front of you. And it's just like the floodgates are open and opportunities and people and things that you've only dreamt of show up in the 3D. And it is pretty freaking incredible. So here's what I am going to say about the actual breakup. Because if you did tune into season three, you heard a lot about our relationship and you even heard us podcast together. So I made a decision in November when I felt that the relationship was no longer moving in a direction that I wanted it to go. I felt like it wasn't in alignment for me anymore. I was feeling thoughts of distrust. And when you no longer have trust in a relationship, whether it be a platonic relationship, whether it be a romantic relationship, it's very difficult to move that relationship forward. And my goal has never been any different. I'm looking and attracting the person I want to spend the rest of my life with. And I did not feel as if he was that person any longer. And so I made a very difficult decision and I called off the relationship. And I'm proud to say that when I called off the relationship, from that moment forward, I never entertained another conversation again. I knew in my heart of hearts that that had been put to rest. And the best way for me to move forward was to close that door and lock the deadbolt. And so that's what I did. Was it easy? No. I posted a video, a collage of moments after my breakup of me just crying. I had this thought to document my breakup, not for anybody else, for me, just to recall and remember what I was going through. Oftentimes in relationships, if we're not aware, we repeat history, right? We don't learn our lesson. We allow certain things to sneak their way back into our lives. And I didn't want to do that. And so I just captured some moments in the days that followed, just as a reminder for me to look back on and one, to remember how far I've come and two, to remember that I chose myself. And so, so much has happened since that relationship ended. You know, I, I have to share, and if you do follow me on social media at You're Such a Catch, then you knew right after my breakup, the day actually that I, that I went ahead with it, I took myself on a date to the Getty and I was in no shape <laughs> to be out in public. But I went anyways. And, you know, it was still during the pandemic when we had to wear masks. And I had this beautiful moment where in between tears and snot dripping down my nose, I turned the corner and met the most amazing woman. Her name's Judy. She is my real life in the 3D guardian angel. I love her dearly. And, you know, she gave me some words of advice that day. God, it could make me choke up right now talking about it. But in a moment where I felt like I wasn't connecting and wasn't able to really get the support I needed from any friends or, or family, here this stranger during a pandemic hugged me. Nobody wanted to touch anyone during that time. She gave me the biggest hug. And she also got my number. And she has texted me 
every single morning and every single evening since that day. It has been almost two years. It'll be two years in, is that right? My gosh. Yeah, it'll be two years this November. So talk about random acts of kindness and also the universe placing people in your path that you need. God bless her. She is an angel. The next thing that I want to talk about is this decision to focus on my health. So truly falling in love with the woman that I see in the mirror. Confidence has always been something that I've struggled with. And finally, I'm like, Erin, it's time. Like, shit or get off the pot. And it's time to... Shit, is that what we say? (laughs) But it's time. It's time. No more excuses. It is time. I've always been somebody who's worked out. I've always been somebody who's enjoyed working out. The difference this time though is I sought the help of a lot of medical professionals to kind of help me combat what I was going through. And I did a lot of my own research. What I've learned is you really have to be your own health advocate. It's just the environment that we live in. So I had implants put in when I was in my 20s. It was 2006, I believe. So they were very vintage. And I started doing some research about breast implant illness. And my mind was blown because in all the times I'd gone to doctors at Cedars at UCLA trying to uncover what was going on in my body, why I gained so much weight basically overnight, why I was always inflamed, why my skin was broken out all the time, why I had the worst tummy troubles (laughs) of anybody I know. And listening to other people like Angie Lee, who's been on the show and hearing her story and why she got her implants removed. And I mean, there's a dozen other women who are really well known like Danica Patrick and Tamara Judge from Real Housewives of OC, like they've all removed their implants. And so I thought there's got to be something here. And I decided to explore that option. There were no guarantees with removing my implants that I would be healed or cured of anything that I was experiencing. But I decided that I owed it to myself to give it a shot. And let me just tell you that that was one of the hardest decisions I think I've ever made. Because nobody goes and gets implants because they just want to. (laughs) People go and get implants because they're struggling with their self-esteem and they feel as if implants are going to enhance their self-esteem, enhance their body image, help with body dysmorphia, all of those things. And so I'm no exception to that rule. I got the implants when I was younger because I felt like it would make me more attractive. And I didn't like that my body wasn't proportionate. I thought that my booty was big and she still is. (laughs) I've been doing my hip thrusts but I wanted my chest to match. So I did it. I I went under the knife and I got implants and I loved them. I thought they were great. (laughs) They were symmetrical and perky and perfect and I never had to wear a bra. They had become a part of me. But my health is more important and I decided to give it a go. So my dear friend Leah, one of her best friends, is a very well-known doctor in the OC and he had a massive waiting list, but you know how everything always works out for me, just like it always works out for you. 
she was able to get me in and I got an appointment. I went to go see the doctor. I think at first there was about an eight month waiting list. And then I got a call back saying, hey, we have a cancellation. Do you want to take it? I said, yes. It was interesting because I had also lined up a retreat in Florida. And again, remember this is during the pandemic. And so Florida, as we know, was the wild, wild east. (laughs) And I wasn't sure. I was like, am I going to go to Florida and be around people at this retreat and not be able to have my surgery? But again, I thought to myself, everything always works out for me. Every cell in my body is healthy. And I went to that retreat. And I'm so grateful I did because... Some of the women I met at that retreat are my best friends today, which is amazing. It's only been a year, but it feels like it's been a lifetime. And I got back from that retreat and I basically went into surgery. And literally within 48 hours, my skin cleared up. My stomach issues were gone. I had a hell of a lot of pain. It was probably one of the hardest recoveries I think I've ever had. And maybe on another episode, I'll go into that. But I had some really great friends who stayed with me and were my nurses until my mom could get here. For the next couple of weeks, I was just basically in bed recovering, but also taking inventory of just the changes in my body. And then after I healed, I got back with Brent, my trainer, who was the very first guest on the You're Such a Catch podcast, which is a great episode. It still ranks very high to this day. And we started working out again at the gym. And honestly, I cannot stress enough, find a trainer that you love, that pushes you, that believes in you, that challenges you, that makes you be the best version of yourself mentally, physically, emotionally, That's what Brent is to me. It was like getting the band back together. And, you know, it's funny also to just observe how I used to be in the gym with Brent. I used to talk back a lot. I used to give him a lot of shit. I still loved being there. I still loved working out with him, but I was very frustrated. I was very frustrated that it was not getting the results after putting in all the hard work. And I took that out kind of in my workouts. And maybe in some ways, I resented other people in the gym who were getting the results from their workouts. And so this kind of fueled my fire and my mission, one, to kind of unpack those feelings because typically if we have any feelings of jealousy or envy or anything like that, it's because it's something that we really want in our lives. If I'm being honest at that time, I was really frustrated and I was looking at other people and I was seeing their results and I was envious. I was comparing myself to other people and I had to really put myself in check and remind myself that comparison is the thief of all joy and other people may not be experiencing the health issues that I was experiencing. So I went back to my endocrinologist. This is post-surgery. So now I've recovered. I'm back in the gym. I'm now working on balancing my hormones. I mean, we are still a work in progress. But I am so thrilled to tell you that I just went to the doctor about a month ago and I had freaking tears in my eyes. She told me that if I continue on the path that I'm on right now, that I very well could reverse both of the different health issues that I have. And 
if you would have told me that those words would come out of a doctor's mouth, you know, just a year ago, I would have probably laughed at you because my health status had not changed. Talk about deja vu, every single thing. It was like every single day I was experiencing the same issues, going to different doctors and nobody was able to help me. And so I'm so grateful that I had this surgery. I'm so grateful that I put myself in the gym three times a week with Brent and do cardio outside of that. And I'm so grateful too that I've been focusing on eating a well-balanced you know, diet. I, I definitely don't deprive myself. Don't get me wrong. We're back in football season. I am tailgating. I'm having a couple drinks. I'm also, you know, not skimping (laughs) when it comes to the good stuff. I'm making some different choices and it feels really, really good. Another theme that I wanted to bring up is part of my break was also to focus on a different project that I wanted to work on, which is a reality TV show. I came up with a concept for a reality dating TV show and I was super excited about it. I mean... It started off as like a little teeny tiny snowball. And the more I talked about it with people, the more the universe was dropping people right into my lap. People who could help me, people who wanted to be a part of the project, people who wanted to be on the show. And that snowball was getting bigger and bigger and bigger. And it was gaining more momentum and more momentum. And frankly, I got a little scared. I started to experience some self-doubt. I started to think thoughts, who am I to create a show? And then I made a decision after I had attended a retreat. I had had this Oprah aha moment. I mean, just when you think you've had them all, I had another one. I was at a retreat. It was actually on my birthday. And the woman leading the retreat did this exercise with me. I think she gave me some extra attention because it was my birthday. And I will never forget this moment. So she had me do an exercise. Some of my dearest friends were a part of that exercise. Shout out to Debbie and Takdis and Susie. And when I left the retreat that night, I just was thinking differently. My eyes were opened. I wasn't looking through the same rose-colored lens as I had. When I pulled up to her home that day and I made a decision and one of my friends who was working on the project with me did not endorse my decision. And the reason I share that is because that decision, that moment led to kind of the demise of where the project stood. And from there, it was very unfortunate, but I've lost a couple of friendships because of that. And that's really hard. It's really hard to say that. It's really hard to say that out loud. But I want to share and be open because I guess what I want to convey is that even in times of adversity and even when things don't kind of unfold as planned, the universe always has our back. Things are always happening for a reason. I choose to believe that things are always happening for my highest and best. And it's shown me how strong and how resilient I am. And I also believe that I am a very good friend. And when you create space for more, the universe brings you more. 
And that's kind of what I did. And this whole journey over the last year has been about personal growth and really doing the things that I feel are necessary to be the person that I want to be. And that involved ending a relationship and that involved you know, going on this health journey and that involved switching up some of my friendships. And what I'm learning is that's okay. Life is all about pivots. Life is about change. Life is about evolution. And it can be really beautiful despite the pain and despite the emotional turmoil that you experience with loss, with the grief of losing a relationship. Ooh. <laughs> kind of feel like I am airing out all the skeletons in my closet right now, but I guess they're not really skeletons. They're, or maybe they are, they're, they're little bones that are being put back together into the version of Aaron that you are listening to today. So another thing I wanted to share is I was putting a hell of a lot of pressure on myself to make your Such a Catch a profitable revenue generating business. And I had done really, really well for myself uh, up until the pandemic and getting laid off from my corporate job. And I have a certain type of lifestyle that I love leading. And I wasn't really ready to let that go. And I'm not saying that I can't attain a similar lifestyle through what Your Such a Catch is able to provide. But the pressure I was putting on myself just wasn't allowing me to manifest it and to make it show up in the 3D in the timeline that I wanted. But as we know, the universe always provides. And boy, did it come through because right when I needed to make a decision, am I going to sell my home? Am I going to keep my home? What does that look like? Am I going to get a roommate? Those questions and things you go through when things are getting a little bit more challenging. I got a phone call and I was offered a position at a company and it was with a person who I greatly respect as a leader. And the interesting thing about not being attached to a specific outcome is when that's the case and it's kind of a take it or leave it mentality, you can really get bold with what you ask for. And so I put everything on the table, every single thing that I ask for, this company granted. And I've been there for a little over a year now and it has been incredible. It has afforded me to keep my home and to continue living my lifestyle the way I want. I still have time to focus on your such a catch. I still have time to travel and do the things that I love to do and see my family and my friends and have a beautiful work-life balance. So if anybody out there is in a similar predicament and is stressing, ask the universe for help and don't be afraid to do something that you may believe feels like taking a step backwards because I can absolutely tell you without a shadow of a doubt that I did not take a step backwards. If anything, I took a step forward. And everything that I've learned just in watching my business, the You're Such a Catch business, grow and blossom without that pressure has been phenomenal. It just puts everything in a different light. Oh, man, this is so cathartic. (laughs) I want to tell you the story about my car. 
And the only reason I want to tell you that story is not because I'm bragging about what kind of car I have because I don't think that really matters. I want to tell you the story because it goes along with manifesting and it goes along with being in alignment and asking the universe for what you want and putting things on your vision board that you desire and then watching them manifest and show up in the 3D. I've worked in the automotive industry for, I don't know, upwards of 16, 18 years, something like that. And so I've always driven a car that I kind of had to drive one of the makes in which I worked at a dealership or whatnot. So this was the first time I could actually get a vehicle that I really truly wanted. I was trying to decide between a Range Rover Evoque and a Tesla. And my heart really wanted the Tesla. But do I really need a Tesla payment? Probably not. And this again was during the time when I was trying to decide, do I stay in my home? Do I not? So I decided to ask the universe for a sign. I had to make a decision. My lease was coming due on my other vehicle. And so I asked the universe to show me a dinosaur if I was supposed to get a Tesla. Because I thought in my little scheming mind that there was no way I would see a dinosaur. Why would I see a dinosaur? I never see dinosaurs on a daily basis, why would I see a dinosaur all of a sudden? So I asked the universe for this sign and I'm not sure if I'm going to get it. Typically when I ask for a sign, I know there's going to be a sign. And sometimes no sign is a sign. But I asked the universe for a dinosaur and four days went by and I hadn't seen a dinosaur. And then the next day, I get this text message and it's from my coworker whose wife happens to be named Erin. And he sends me a picture of his kid with no context, just a photo. And I immediately zoom in on the picture because I can tell that his son is wearing a onesie and it looks like there's dinosaurs on the onesie. And I am mind blown. And so I text him immediately, is your kid wearing dinosaurs? And he replies back, oh my gosh, so sorry, like meant to send that to my wife. And I'm like, no, but is your kid wearing dinosaurs? And sure enough, he's like, yeah, he's wearing a brontosaurus. I was stunned. So I have a Tesla and I've made it pink. And it is like my favorite thing in the whole wide world. Not because it's flashy or anything like that, but because it spreads so much joy. I can't even tell you. Every time I drive by a little girl, she is pointing. Her mouth is like on the ground. She's yelling at her mom or dad to look. (laughs) It's so cute. I have moms who have stopped me at a red light. They've gotten out of their car and yelled at me through the windshield. Can I take a picture for my daughter? It is so much fun to be spreading this much joy to people on the daily basis. I mean, it is so fun. It's literally my favorite thing. So I had to share that with you. I also wanted to tell you guys that my brother got married. Shout out to Sean and Brittany. It was the most beautiful wedding, the most beautiful ceremony. My brother and I are super duper close. Even though he's my younger brother, he feels very much like he's an older brother. He has that older brother energy where he's just always looking out for me, protecting me, taking care of me. And to watch him make the biggest commitment you're really going to make in your lifetime was just so beautiful. And the day just couldn't have been any better. 
And I have to throw this in there because the wedding was at, let's say, 5 p.m. I'm not sure that's actually right, but it was in the evening. And of course, it had been blue skies the entire day, but there was a chance of rain at the exact time the wedding was supposed to start. And Brittany and I used Everything Always Works Out for us over and over and over again about the weather. And everything truly does work out for us because that wedding was so beautiful. There was not a cloud in the sky. It never rained. It didn't even come close to rain. And even though rain is good luck on your wedding day, but yeah, it was, it was just such a beautiful, magical day. That was also something that transpired in this year I've been away from the microphone that I had to give a shout out to. The last thing that I want to share with you guys that's super duper exciting and I intend to bring you along on the journey. I'm getting ready to embark on an adventure with my dear friend, Hope. Hope and I have known each other since we were in fifth grade. And she's the person that I go with on all my football adventures. We love to travel during playoffs and go to the different games. We have so many fun stories from our travels, stories of manifestation, stories of shenanigans, stories of heartbreak, all the things. So... Last January, she and I, we went to Jacksonville. Then we did a little road trip to Tampa. And then we flew from Tampa to Buffalo. And we also went to Philly for games in the month of January. It was phenomenal. I have so many different stories to tell you about our adventures. And I'll probably save some of them for another episode. We were wearing our The Universe Never Takes What's Meant to Be Yours sweatsuits. And Hope's company had rented a car for us. And so we thought it would be no big deal to get this car. Hope and I really wanted to get a Mustang because in high school, that's the car that she drove. And we had so many memories in a Mustang convertible. So we were like, this is what we need. This is what this road trip, this Oprah Gale adventure needs. (laughs) Unfortunately, the lady at the counter was like, I can't help you. That's not in the budge. All these different things. And we walked out to the garage. We were just at this point, like happy to get in a car. And the guy who is supposed to hand us our keys says, Hey, what do your sweatsuits say? So we showed and we said, Well, the universe never takes what's meant to be ours. And we said, In fact, we're really hoping to get into a Mustang convertible today. And he legit opens up the key box, hands us the keys to a silver Mustang convertible. And we drove out of that parking lot on cloud nine. It was incredible. So yes, to the universe never takes what's meant to be ours. So squirrel, because (laughs) I was telling you that story to basically catch you up on what we're doing now. So Hope and I are attempting a Guinness World Record for the most NFL games attended in a single season. The current record is 32 games in 74 days. And we are attempting to hit 33 games. So we started last week. We were in LA. Of course, we watched my beloved Chargers play. They played the Dolphins and sadly they lost. But yours truly was on TV. She made an appearance. And this coming weekend, we will be watching the 49ers play the Rams back at SoFi. And then next week, it gets pretty crazy. We are going to San Francisco for Thursday night football. From there, we go to Minnesota for Sunday football, Chargers versus Vikings. 
Then Sunday night, we take off. We go to Cincinnati for Monday night football. And then we are taking a nice little detour through Charlotte. Don't laugh. Basically to check out the Centurion Lounge. And then after that, we end up in Green Bay for Thursday night football. Right before we get back to LA to uh, go to another Chargers home game. So we are moving and grooving. We're so excited. This feels like a dream come true. It's definitely on my live list to go to a game in every single stadium and getting to do this with hope and attempt this Guinness world record is unbelievable. So if you want to follow that journey, we are on Instagram at Hope and Aaron, and we will be tailgating at all of these games. So if we are coming to a city near you, please let me know. Let's meet up in the tailgate. You can show me what it's like in your city. I can't wait. I am so excited. And if you're here local, meet up with us at SoFi. We would love it. I'm literally living out a dream right now. And it is so freaking cool. I want everybody to have the opportunity to live out their dreams. And you can. I mean, that's the thing I want to show you is you can. You can and you will. On that note, I'm going to wrap this up because I've been chatting your ear off for too long already. Man, I've missed you. It's so good to be back. Thanks so much for tuning in to today's episode. Your listenership means the world to me. If you like this episode, please leave a review or share the episode with a friend who might benefit from the conversation. Both actions help the You're Such a Catch podcast reach the AirPods of more catches just like you. Don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss a thing. Ready for five tips for creating a vision board that works? Click on the link in the show notes and start manifesting your dreams today. Now go find the closest mirror. If you're driving or walking your dog, it can wait. Do it when you can. And when you do, take a good look at that incredible human staring back at you. You're such a catch. You really are. See you next time.